Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. All right, man. <laughs> so we got this guy at the shop. Uh, we just call him, uh, we call him Peapod. And he just randomly will walk into the, uh, the break room and he'll lean up by the coffee machine and he'll say stuff like, my nuts or uh, jalapenos and gerbils. <laughs> what? And then sometimes he goes, that's why I don't eat bagels. And then yesterday he comes in and he goes, hey, ghost peppers and gerbils. What? And he walks away. He just walks away. There's no like rhyme or reason. It's just like he comes in and he says these things and it's just, I, I don't know if they're nuggets of knowledge <laughs> or hobbies. He comes up and he's like, man, they gave me an IV and I was pissing clear mountain spring water. Oh, gross. It's been a long time since I've had somebody uh, in and around that just randomly said weird yeah. shit. Like, it's a shock and awe factor. Yeah. And then he walks out, and we're all left scratching our heads like, what is he saying? What does he mean? <laughs> so <laughs> That'll happen. I mean, I guess as long as everybody in the office is okay with it, you know, like yeah. the, the new kid comes in and that happens and they're like, what the hell? And you're like, don't worry about old Charlie. He, he's, he's just that way. Don't worry about the pod. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about any of that stuff. Uh, should we get this thing going? Let's do it. All right. It's time for Eyes Forward March. Let's begin. Oh, yeah. That's the new intro. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, episode, second episode with the new intro? Yeah. Uh, second episode with the new one. Yeah. You still like it? Yeah. Yeah. So far. I like it. It's short. It's sweet. And it allows us to introduce ourselves, which the intro before would introduce us. And then we'd come in and introduce ourselves again. Uh, yes. So I figured let's get rid of the redundancy. If you're just tuning in and you have never heard the show before, this awkward voice right here is me. I am Sergeant Seagar. And this smooth, sweet, crispy-sounding, salty voice is Sergeant Bacon. Ah, uh, I got to change my pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, it's been, been a couple weeks. Um, it may or may not sound like it because we did release an episode on time, but we actually did take a nice little break. For the holidays, so I know we talked on the phone a little bit before we recorded, but uh, it's nice to get back together. Just to stay current. <laughs> yeah, current. You know, current, yeah. That's <laughs> current, current. I haven't talked to you in three weeks, but we're current. <laughs> I mean, honestly, uh, we were talking like, what are we going to talk about? What's the show going to be about? And both of us are kind of like, I don't know. It's been kind of quiet. Nothing too crazy going on lately. The world has really been, for us, has been pretty quiet. For now, anyway. Yeah, for now. And without going back and digging up old, nasty stuff that we've talked about, we decided we were going to try something a little different, maybe. And uh, so, during our phone call, you had mentioned uh, the new P-Palm that came out, which is the uh, personnel something office <laughs> I memorandum. Think you should. <laughs> You should uh, 
you should probably uh, do some research on the fly to see what that is. I, I did I some just, research. I'm, I'm looking. Okay. <laughs> All I, right. Personnel policy operational memorandum. Okay. And these, uh, these are basically just memorandums that are temporary or... Uh, or they just expire because some of them are temporary. They just expire and disappear forever. Uh, so the new one that we're going to talk about that I just discovered today uh, was actually dated 29 November 2021, and that is um, a PPOM 21061, which is revised application of non-commissioned officer temporary promotions, Sergeant through master sergeant which supersedes a couple of older p-poms uh that that have been around but before we get into this discussion i think i don't know if you remember i mean you've only done it once are you ready it's time let's do it it's time for military history <laughs> uh <laughs> let's go i don't think that's ever gonna get old no i don't <laughs> Hold on one more time. Yeah, do it. Technical difficulties. What the hell? Uh-oh. Please stand by. Technical difficulties. It's time for military history. What do you got for us this week in military history? So for January 17th, 1706, was the birthday of... The one and only Benjamin Franklin. Nice. The old, uh, he's the uh, key and kite flyer guy, if I remember right. Yeah. Apparently he discovered electricity or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I know. He did some really know, crazy wasn't, stuff. Wasn't smart enough to get inside when it was raining, so. <laughs> did, did you hear, speaking of electricity, the uh, current administration had uh, some sort of like summit uh, for uh, electric vehicles, EV, and apparently... Tesla wasn't invited, but GM and Ford were praised for pioneering electric vehicles. You know, there is something about Tesla just historically and Elon Musk taking over the moniker of Tesla that has just really, right? So do your own research here. Right. Yeah. But Nikolai Tesla and Edison were in a big Right, who could create one created AC, one created DC, and they were powering the lights in New right. York and New Jersey or whatever. So anyway, it ended up being that one of them got the contract, one of them didn't. Like I said, do your research. Mm -hmm. But you'll find out that the guy who's got a car named after him wasn't the first successful. One. <laughs> right. No, you just you just mentioned Thomas Edison, electricity, and I was like, wait a second, I remember uh, I was scrolling through the reels uh, or the uh, Instagram version of TikTok, and I just happened to see Elon Musk, and he said something about that. And I'm like, that's kind of crazy. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's true or not, but that's what we, that's what he said. Yeah, so like the there's a dam. I think it's the one up in Niagara Falls that, uh, that's got certain power and whatnot, and that power was developed by one of the inventors. Again, do your research. Yeah. I'm not going to spout off false facts. Uh, don't take our word for it. Do your research and uh, find out the correct information. Anyway. Yeah. What else you got? January 17th, 1706. Ben Franklin, he was born 
in Boston, Massachusetts. And he was considered an elder statesman of Amer- of the American Re- Revolution. Mm-hmm. And he was also instrumental. He signed both um, the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution. He was also a printer, an author, a publisher, a philosopher, a scientist, and a diplomat. So he was really just badass dude back in the day, other than flying a kite with a key <laughs> out in the rain. That was that was just a hobby. That was just a hobby. <laughs> yes. Mild-mannered genius by day, weird kite-flying fella by night. Moving forward in history just a little bit, on January 19th, 1807, was the birthday of General Robert E. Lee. Mm. The, the orange car? Yes. Okay. The orange ch- uh, charger yeah. uh, from uh, Hazard County. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yep. So most of us remember that uh, General Lee was a Confederate general, which is true. However, he started out, he, he was a West Point graduate. Mm. And he served 25 years in the Union Army. And he defaulted or whatever it's called to the Confederacy. And he was actually offered command of the Union Army and he declined. He said, I, my personal views are with the Confederacy. And he was born in Virginia. You can kind of see where why that was his um, philosophies. Sure, sure. Hey, he stood what he, stood for what he believed in or believed in and uh, did his thing. Yeah. And actually... There's a uh, really cool story about uh, General Grant and General Lee and how they had actually met and General Grant actually admired General Lee and General Lee played it off like he didn't even know who uh, General Grant was. So Interesting. Yeah. Moving along to January 19th, 1809, uh, a young man by the name of Edgar Allan Poe was born. Uh, he was born in Boston. He is uh, known as a poet, a uh, writer. Uh, he kind of wrote mystery, suspense, early horror, the macabre, that kind of stuff. But he was really most known for uh, The Raven, mm-hmm. which was a poem. Yep. That was actually the one I was going to bring up. Yep. Yep. Uh, but he's also so, his body of work is so amazing, right? Like the, the House of Usher, he wrote... Uh, the cask of Amontillado, stuff like that. Very interesting. Definitely, if you haven't read Poe, I would recommend going out and give him a listen or read. <laughs> give him a, a well. Uh, you know, if you have Audible or some something like that, you could probably listen to the book as well. Yeah, you very well could. January twentieth of nineteen eighty one, the inauguration day of President Ronald Reagan. At the time, he was sixty nine years old. Oh wow! And yeah. At that time, in 1981, he was the oldest president at that you know, time. elected. What's well, at that time? Mm-hmm. Yes, a lot of things have happened in the last 40 years. Right. <laughs> One of the things that Reagan did when he was inaugurated is he announced that the 52 U.S. hostages that had been held captive in Iran for like 444 days were released. So he kind of he kind of walked in. Made it look like he did this all this great stuff, whatever. But he he started it off with a uh, with a good thing. Nice. So we'll fast forward to January twenty first 
1954. The uh, USS Nautilus was the first nuclear sub, and it was launched out of Groton, Connecticut. Hmm. Is that uh, sub still in service, or uh, you know, I didn't do that much research. Ah, I gotcha. I gotcha. And finally, on January twenty first of eighteen twenty four, the Confederate general Stonewall Jackson was born. Stonewall. What a name, mm-hmm. Stonewall. And that's all I have for. It's time for military history. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I'm digging the new military history, uh, little gig. And actually, uh, John from video game lounge was one of the few people who actually jumped into our discord and said, Hey man, I love the military history. Uh, keep it up. So, um, I think it's only fitting that it works out this week. Uh, that we're going to uh, introduce you if you're not already familiar with the Video Game Lounge. Here's John and the guys. We're going to let you know what they have going on. Hey, everyone. I'm John. I'm Andrew. And I'm Kevin. And we are the Video Video Game Game Lounge Lounge Podcast. Podcast. What are you guys doing? You're supposed to do it together, Kevin. (laughs) Title of your sex tape. All right, yes. This is the Video Game Lounge Podcast. Podcast not here for notes and news, but to talk games and drink brews. Join us every other Monday. Where we talk about what you're drinking, what you're playing, and most importantly, each episode we discuss games of past, present, and the involvement it may or may not have influenced us. Oh, that was quick. That's what she said. Got him. That one's for you, John. <laughs> if we didn't have a topic, we actually had a, uh, a cool idea that uh, might uh, play with the Video Game Lounge, but we won't go into it right now. Uh, we have to get a hold of uh, John and those guys and talk to them about our idea, see if that would be something that works. And I think John is probably going to be the first one that we have on Eyes Forward March. Uh, just We just got to figure out what we're going to talk about. Yeah. got John, if you're listening, DM us. Yeah, well, he has. He has DM'd us. Uh, he well, he DM'd me. DM'd you. Yeah, he DM'd me. He's like, "Hey, man, I, I I know you guys said in your last episode, or actually two episodes ago, uh, that you're you'd be interested in having some of the other podcasts from the Creative Brain Candy Network on." John's like, "Hey, I'm in. I'll, I'll play." So we just got to figure out what uh, we're going to talk about, and we'll make that happen. Awesome. Well, we'll come up with something. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, let's move into our topic today of the uh, PPOM. Would you say two? Two zero six one twenty one 21-061. Now, uh, full disclosure, I have not read the actual PPOM yet. Um, I had one of my coworkers just send me the counseling that we're using um, to enact this PPOM. Perfect. Yeah. So basically, if we haven't talked about it before, and I think we've mentioned it. I don't know how much detail we've gone into, but uh, I'm pretty sure we've talked about the STEP program, which is the newest promotion program. What do you know about it? What do I know about STEP? Yeah. Well, I know step by step, gonna get to you, girl. No? I did not okay. expect that. That was good. That was okay. good. You know, what I know about the STEP program in the Army world is uh, that it's a select so I select an individual for yep. promotion. So you're going over I what train- the steps are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because that's all I really know about. Another acronym. I, I will train them. Mm-hmm. Then I educate them. And then I promote them. What those steps, what each one of those letters 
includes the education piece is really the the only one I actually know, and then the promotion side. But we would send them to their NCOES or any kind of um, school or anything like that that right. they need to be fully qualified in that position. Yep. So I think it was the last episode we talked about how the promotion list kind of frustrated us just because of the way that it it all goes down. Um, but that's basically the promotion list is created, and it's where you are ranked against all other soldiers um, in your, um, if in our case, our state. Right. Um, so it's order of merit, and typically by your MOS or what your job is in the military, it's kind of structured like that. So if I'm a brand new specialist, let's say, I'm probably not going to be on the promotion list right away, and when I do meet the requirements to be on the promotion list. I'm going to be at the bottom and I'm going to work my way up the list. Um, and then when you get to the top of the list and you're the next one on the list, then when a position, a sergeant position, E5 position, or the next higher grade position opens up, you are selected, which means you're taken out of whatever you're doing at that current point in time and you're pushed or placed into this new position at your current rank. So in my example, as a specialist, you get taken out of your specialist role, you get thrown into a sergeant role, but you're still a specialist, but we've brought back the corporal, right? So the corporal is a designation that you are in a sergeant role, but you're still a specialist. Once we do that, then we're training you, your leadership, your next hire, should be training you how to properly do a job or to properly be a sergeant or a staff sergeant or what have you. When the time comes, you get to go to your NCOES, which is basic leader course, advanced leader course, or senior leader course, and so on and so forth, depending on what your rank, that's your education. And then once you have completed education, you are then promoted, pinned, and officially paid for that rank. That's the step program. Right. Does that make sense? So it makes sense to me. Yeah. I mean, it should make sense to uh, just about, I tried to break it or make it as Yeah, easy no, as I, I think our listening audience would be okay with this. Yeah. So then the army has evaluated this system and said, look, this ain't working for us right now, given the op tempo, the mission tempo. And we feel that we can get away with not doing the step program. And so then they do this personnel policy memo, the PPOM, mm -hmm. to say, look, for this period of time, these things can happen. And some of those things are, um, you have the PPOM in front of you? I don't. I wish I could have logged in and get the PPOM to actually read it and go through it, um, but I was not able to. I have the counseling. So okay. I kind of know basically what uh, the basic outline of the PPOM is. So I don't know when it expires. I don't know if this expires in six months, if it's 12 months, I don't know when this policy expires. Sure. So on that counseling, what are some of the things that, that are outlined? Well, so you were absolutely right. Basically for the most part, it's just due to the op tempo, the operational tempo, everything that's going on in the world. Uh, uncle Sam or somebody up at that high level said, Hey, um, we need to, we need to make an adjustment, uh, to fit the needs, uh, to move forward properly. So basically what they're doing is they're allowing you to be selected 
and then promoted. So they're kind of skipping the education and the, uh, I'm sorry, the training and education piece. They're kind of skipping it, or I shouldn't say skip it. They're kind of taking the T and the E and putting it at the end. So it's S P T E, which gets confusing, right? But here's the thing. Yes. It's kind of weird because for me, this is the way that we used to do it, the old school way. And then they created this step program, which I don't have a problem with the step program until you probably get to the E6, E7 level, because certain MOSs have a lot of difficulty getting to school. And so the higher rank you get, the longer you could plausibly wait to get to school and that's the longer you have to do the job without wearing the rank or getting the paycheck. Right. How long did you wait to get into an SLC? Now, okay. So you were a special case. Yeah, I was a super special case. And uh, I actually got in very, very quickly. And that's because I have always been the guy that says, hey, I want to go. My bags are packed. I will. You call me up and you tell me there's a seat. I'm going. I don't. I'll drop everything. Sure. And, and that to me, that was the mentality that I had to have to make sure that I got that schooling done. But I've seen people for, you know, E6 to E7 for, for SLC, senior leader yep. course. I've seen people spend four to six years trying to get into that class. So I waited three years. I was on a wait status to get into a, the SLC that we went to. Yeah. Now, there wasn't a lot of E7s running around in that class. So I I fell into another one of those um, weird cycles where I was promoted, then I deployed. So I had what they call the conditional promotion Mm -hmm. that I had 24 months to go to a school Mm -hmm. and then I deployed for a year. So I was not able to meet that requirement. Well, because I was deployed, I gained another three years essentially because so i had already been in e7 for quite a while before i even went to school sure and some some skills are easier to get into for schooling than other uh skills um especially when you have an mos or a job skill that has so many people in it and so many people need to get to school and there's only so only so many seats right um, right, but a I th- high density. Yeah, I think they actually used to do that back in the day too, where uh, before the step where they promoted you, you had to sign a counseling, you know, it said, okay, you have to have X amount of time on your contract to accept this promotion. You have to get to school within a certain amount of time. Um, so basically for the time being, to me, this P-POM basically says, hey, we're going we're gonna to take step. We're not getting rid of it. We're just going to temporarily set it aside and go back to the old way. That's that's kind of the way I read it because I think yep. the time frames are about the same. Because yeah, for the corporal through staff sergeant, you get twenty four months. When you get to E seven sergeant first class, uh, you get twelve months. For M day soldiers, uh, it is twenty four months. For uh, corporals who are are, it's kind of confusing because. The, my counseling is not put in rank order. It actually says Corporal E75, E6. It's, I, whoever wrote this was probably an E342 Alpha. 
Um, but yeah, your corporals are going to get pinned E5. They have 24 months to complete basic leader course. Uh, your current sergeants will have 36 months to complete advanced leader course. Your current E6s will have 36 months uh, to complete SLC. And your current E7s will have 24 months to complete MLC. Okay. Because we know that MLC is kind of an animal to get into. Um, just looking because MLC would be a master leader course. Mm-hmm. That would be your that would be your first sergeant, master sergeant course. Yeah. So as you promote up, that pyramid becomes very small, mm-hmm. and there's a bunch of E7s in the army trying to get into twelve score courses, probably. Yeah. Who I don't know the numbers, Annually, so, right? But, we don't know. Yeah. But as a for as an example, right? And it's possible there's more based on different schoolhouses or whatever, right? I want to say that, hey, this is great, especially you've got these people who get selected for positions and they're doing the job and they're not getting paid. And in the society that we're in, everything is more expensive. Fuel is more expensive to get to drill and get home. Um, People are some people are driving halfway or more across the state to get to drill. So if you're going to do that and you're going to do the job, I feel like you should get paid correctly to do that job right now what i don't know i can only assume is that as long as you're making a valid effort to get into a school if you get to that 24 month or 36 month they should do an exception to policy and say hey it's not any fault on the soldier that they didn't complete the school we can look back and we can say we reserved them three four five however many times they just weren't able to they didn't fall into a school i i don't know if that's going to happen but that's what in my mind that's what should happen sure now do you think that this negates the uh the peepom 1801 um which was the one where that i fell into where i they you know i was considered stagnant because I had I was an E seven, but I had not gone to senior leader course. I don't know exactly which one that one is. I'm just assuming that that's the legacy promotions. Yeah, like pre step. Yeah, that's gone. That is okay. Done. There's we should not have anybody that is still stuck in that program. Okay. If we do, somebody is hiding them very well. <laughs> you know how it goes. Yeah, people will hide I, people. Yeah. Uh, now, okay. there's there's a few other things on here though. You know, obviously, um, if your ETS is before um, the completion of your uh, education, you're going to be reduced back to the previous grade. Which to me, it's kind of redundant because you, I thought I saw up early, uh, up higher in there that you have to you have to extend. Right. Yeah. If you have two years left, you can't be on a 36 month. It wouldn't make sense, right? I mean, right. hey, if you're going to, I'm going to give you 36 months, so you better have 36 months on your contract, at least. Exactly. You know, yep. um, but with COVID and everything else, and I hate bringing that up, uh, but you have to have, uh, you have to be fully qualified for this to apply to you. That means having a passing APFT height weight. You have to be on the promotion list. You have to be duty MOSQ, you know, basically you should be fully promotable minus the fact that you don't have your school done. Okay. But I think the last record APFT I took was October of 2019. 
Do you know the last record APFT I took? <laughs> I, I you were imagine. there. <laughs> uh, no, no, you're right. You're right. That would have been my last. Yep. Uh, that would have been my last. So that would have been uh, what March? I think March of twenty. Yeah, I think that was the day uh, you were calling dinosaurs. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I was, I was replaying my favorite scene in Jurassic Park. Yeah, that was how this became a thing. Is <laughs> I offered you you're, a bottle of water. You're into guys puking their brains out after a physical fitness test. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that it was right outside the window of a barracks, but whatever. <laughs> whatever. Uh, yeah. So Not our barracks. I think. That, that's actually an issue that we've been running into, and I, I maybe there is guidance out there that is official that I'm just not aware of, but in order to send these soldiers to the school, they have to have a passing APFT in height and weight within, I believe it's 12 months or 14 months, something like that. But when a majority of our soldiers haven't taken a for-record APFT since October of 2019, what do you do? Right. Now, there must be a D, uh, DOD or a, a U.S. Army policy or something out there that says that we just don't know about that's right. allowing. Yeah, I just haven't I haven't received official guidance of how to handle that situation. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, there's nothing wrong with having the soldier come in and being like, hey, man, I'm going to register you or hey, hey, soldier. I shouldn't say, hey, man. Uh, but hey, you need to come in. You need to take an APFT. You have to pass in order for me to enroll you into a school. But then if I enroll you into that school and you don't roll reserve, then do I have to have you come in and take another one so I can enroll you enroll I have to keep having you take PT tests just to prove you can pass. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I don't know. It's kind of a, a a weird thing trying to get people into schools and what paperwork and what's required is always changing. It's kind of crazy, but we make it happen as long as the soldier can get to school. And some of it's some of it's virtual, some of it's uh -huh. resident. Like I can't even yep. keep track of who's doing what anymore. Right? Yeah, it's hard to know who's who in the zoo anymore. Mm -hmm. It's it's so. just been absolutely crazy. Um, I don't. All I know is that for me, I guess I know that the past couple of POMs have been very specific about you know maybe it only applies to E sevens or maybe it only applies to E sixes. Um, so I think this is great. I think that we need to get the people pinned. We need to get the people paid. That's the most important because uh, everything's more expensive. Soldiers need the money. I think it makes them look forward to coming to drill. Um, I know for me, I was, uh, I'll, I'll be the first to admit that I probably wasn't the best soldier until I was awarded the opportunity to put on my first set of stripes. And that's what woke me up. That's what made me love doing what I do. And I, I can yeah. only imagine that there's others out there that feel the exact same way. I would think that's a majority of the sentiment. I would definitely hope so. People fight their whole career for that chance and they don't want to screw it up. And so once you've gotten that, now you, versus a corporal, as a sergeant, you're going to be taken more seriously. So, mm -hmm. Yep, 100%. Well, I'm showing that we probably have enough material for this episode. So, um, I mean, do you have anything that you want to add? Any questions? or? No, I, I got a better warm fuzzy now over this whole thing, so... But I just thought that this peepom was very interesting and very cool, um, and uh, I think hopefully I'm going to get to do some promotions because I love I love promoting people, and, yeah. and I'm not the one that physically gets to promote them, but 
uh, I do get to do some of the behind the scenes work that makes that happen. Well, you never know. Maybe you're one that's going to be promoted. <laughs> I asked for a genie for Christmas so that I could have my three wishes. I didn't get a genie. I dreamed of genie. Well, I think that's going to be the end of the show. <laughs> oh, man. Have fun editing this episode. I have fun editing every episode. <laughs> it's uh, therapeutic for me. So Absolutely. All right. That's it. Peace out. Looks like that's another mission completed. A 30-mile check ride in the bag. Hit us up, podcastefm at gmail.com. Or follow Podcast EFM on Instagram. Thank you for listening. Until next time, I'm Sergeant Bacon. And I'm Sergeant Seagar. As always, eyes forward. March. Time for some legal shit. The views and opinions expressed right here on EFM are that of our own. They do not reflect those of Creative Brain Candy or their affiliates. Yep, two episodes, one re- one recording. Oh.